and welcome to the B-Team Podcast. My name is John Macy. Tonight I am joined by uh, Milos. Sorry. I am Groot. Justin Hayat. Yo soy Groot. <laughs> and Josh Krubner. <laughs> I am family. <laughs> yeah, and I was going to say... Love you guys. We've got family as we're going back to the Fast franchise uh, for the second time in the life of our show here. I believe our first one of these was F9 uh, back in, I want to say, 21-ish. I would not. Boris was on it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I would have been on that one. I think think we did. Boris was on it. Justin was on it. I was on it. Yeah. Yeah, we did fate, I think. And we I did. Think that was the first of these. No, we the show didn't exist uh, when F eight came out. Was it nine? Nine would have been nine would have been the only one we would have done. We're not okay. that old, Justin. We're not that old. I don't know. Time time is an illusion to me right now. So. Yep. So we are here for uh, Fast Ten. Uh, this is oh, actually yeah. our second attempt oh, to do shit. this. We had some we had some uh, technical problems with our previous attempt, so we never put it out because it was a mess. Um, and we didn't actually finish it. So, uh, so yeah, I guess we can, um, you know, talk about our, our fandom of these to some degree. Um, I suppose, I don't know who wants to start. Uh, well, first of all, I will say that they went with the obvious title of fast X, but if you put fast 10 as one word, it becomes fasten, like fasten your seatbelt. <laughs> yeah, Why I know. Do they not do that. <laughs> I was kind of um, hoping they would do that. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I actually saw the first one in theaters. You know, I was a huge Point Break fan. Um, I have since gone back and seen the 1954 original. Original, and my head canon is that's about Dom's grandfather. Um, you know, I saw all of the ones that had theatrical releases in theaters, except for four. And uh, I am a, a huge fan of the franchise. It is my Sharknado. It is my Saints Row. The more ridiculous, the better. Uh, I will wait until we get into the movie itself to say, you know, what my predictions were, what ridiculous things I wanted to see. But uh, I, I was definitely pleased. Cool. Uh, Justin. So, um so we did this last week, but, uh, so my, uh, my introduction to it was the first one. I did not see that one in theaters, mostly because I didn't really know it existed. Um, and then, uh, I, I said this story, but the, uh, first time I got it was as a DVD. It was one of the first DVDs I ever, owned. um, I had gotten a DVD player for Christmas that year. And my uncle had gotten me a bunch of DVDs to go with it. And Fast and the Furious is one of them. And I went, oh, cool, cars. Because the whole family are mechanics and into cars and everything like that. And uh, I loved it. And then I showed my dad and, and the kids and stuff. And they all loved it. And I've seen all of them in theaters. Um, except Tokyo Drift, I think, was a, maybe a directed DVD one or whatever, directed video. Um, no, it wasn't. It was just a piece of shit. Wasn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was directed. DVD. Anyway, hey, I like, um, I love, I actually love Tokyo Drift. So, yeah, well, and I, I agree with John. Um, and so I haven't seen uh, it. I'm just going on what everyone tells me. Yeah, no, <laughs> no it's, it's actually um, worth 
Um, I remember that. I think that was like a former associate of ours is uh, like favorite Fast and Furious movie, which I laugh at every time I saw that. Um, and uh, and so anyway, uh, yeah. So I pretty much seen them, you know, all the other ones in theaters and everything, and uh, really big fan of the franchise. Haven't liked the last like I don't know, um, maybe like four of like the numbered ones. Um, I did like Hobbs and Shaw. Um, I've I've lowered it down on my ranking since then, but I still like it. Um, but yeah, so yeah, pretty much how I came to the franchise was a uh, DVD of the first one. Nice, Milos. So, yeah, uh, absolutely love these guy movies. I would have to agree with Josh. The more ridiculous, the better. Uh, as far as the movie experiences go, like either Fast Fur- Furious or Fast Five, actually be the first one we I saw in the movie theaters. And uh, yeah, uh, rewatched them a couple of times. Ridiculous as they are, I absolutely love them. Uh, and a guilty pleasure, like if it's on, I'm always gonna watch it. And yeah, love them. Yeah, I can say okay. Very cool. Uh, and for me, um, I am probably the most recent uh, fan of these. Um, I had never seen one of these ever until I have a buddy at my office that we used to, and we haven't as much recently, but we used to go to the movies together probably once or twice a month just out of boredom. And uh, he's a big fan of these. And I had never seen any of them until seven. And we went to see seven because he wanted to, and I was curious about, and that was, you know, the first one after Paul Walker died. So I was very curious as to how that was going to be pulled off. So I was curious to see it. So we went and I didn't expect I was going to like it very much. And then I realized, Hey, wait, these are pretty good action movies. Holy shit. Um, so then I went back and I've only seen four through this one. And Hobbs and Shaw. I haven't bothered with the other three at this point. And I've liked all of those to varying degrees. So, and I've seen everything since seven in a theater. Um, so, you're going to love how action packed the first one is. What is. Yeah, okay. I'll get there someday. You know. <laughs> uh, also, okay. uh, I think, also I, before... I, think I did mention on the pod that we didn't finish. You should at some point go and actually yeah. offer a couple of them. Oh, I yeah, probably will. I might actually do that this time around because as we as we're going to get into, I mean, I think it's pretty hard to avoid the fact that this installment is pretty much a massive failure in terms of mm-hmm. uh, money. Uh, the home video release, as we record this on June eighth, is tomorrow. Uh, so it was literally in theaters for I want to say three weeks total. Before the before the home video release, and that is usually a sign of hardcore bombage. Uh, mm-hmm. When they accelerate also, the home video release, uh, also, you uh, uh, you will love the original if you ever go back and, and watch it. We will definitely oh, yeah. pod that with you. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I, don't know, I don't know if he'll I don't know if he'll like the original, but he might. No, he'll, he'll like shot. the original. Yeah, he should. I'll give it a shot. I mean, but anyway, when you. When you get to number two, though, um, for all of the Yellow fan, uh, Yellowstone fans at home, uh, 
the guy who plays the bad guy in Too Fast, Too Furious is Rip from uh, Yellowstone. And the love interest is 2002 Ava Mendez when she was hot as shit. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So, so as we discussed before we before we started the recording, uh, we're gonna do our usual plot thing. Except I'm not doing it this time because I tried to do it on the one we didn't finish, and it was a nightmare. So somebody else can do the plot this time. I, I will take point on this one. I will I will take the driver's seat. Um, I'm also going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to guess that maybe me and Milos are the ones who appreciated this movie the most, whereas oh, I think John probably. and Justin, not so much. Um, I'm kind of in the middle, because I really liked it, but I also sort of think they're out of ideas. Um, well... I'm going to paint the opening scene and illustrate my theory as to how they're not. Uh, so first, oh, we, we begin with one of my favorite things ever, popularized by the Academy Award winning uh, Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice, where we have a flashback retcon showing us Jason Momoa as Dante Reyes present in the ending of Fast Five. And right off the bat, this instantly becomes a direct sequel to Fast Five. Uh, oh, yeah. But as the movie goes on, it's like, oh yeah, the other ones happen too. Seven doesn't matter, but eight and nine, they happen too. Um, so you, you get to revisit the the classic safe destroying the highway in Brazil. And uh, then we jump to present day. Dom and Letty are, of course, married at this point, for real. She has her memories back. Everything's good. His kid lives with them. And uh, Cypher, who has yet another new hairstyle, uh, arrives in a 2024 concept car DeLorean. And that is our first hint that maybe the next movie will involve time travel to replace the events of this movie, maybe. Uh, so, yeah, Cypher shows up. She's all fucked up. And if you've been keeping up with the movies, like, she has been the be-all, end-all villain because... She is the first one that realized to defeat Dominic Toretto, you have to use family against him. No one else ever had that idea. Uh, so Dante Reyes picks up on that, and he immediately goes after her to get to him. And she's like, you know, this guy's coming, and he's the devil, and, and we have to work together. Uh, so in the last couple movies, they became secret agents, and Mr. Nobody is gone, but Brie Larson is his daughter. And uh, there is not one, but two Aquamans in this movie. And the small oh, Aquaman, Richardson, right? Also, also Reacher. <laughs> he plays uh, Jack Reacher right. in the... Okay. He's the star of that Amazon show. Yeah. Oh, yep. okay. uh, so, yeah, the, the Smallville Aquaman is basically running point for the agency. And... Um, you find out that he is, of course, also working with Dante Reyes, or maybe he's not, because there's like a double, double, triple cross. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. It's it's phenomenal. But basically, Dante Reyes is systematically targeting Toretto and the family, and uh, he sends them on a wild goose chase to Rome because uh, Tej is finally going to run point on a mission that Dom is going to stay behind. Or no, I'm Roman. Roman, Roman's running point, and Ted and Ramsey are, are giving him shit about it. And um, they're 
I don't even know what they were doing. They were going to steal like a knockoff of the God's Eye. In, they were supposed uh, to steal something from somebody in Rome, but it was all set up. So it wasn't right, but I, I think it was thing. it was like advertised like it was a knockoff or a clone of the God's Eye that Ramsey had invented. And then you find out it's it's a trap by Jason Momoa, and uh, it leads to a giant hamster ball that destroys the Vatican almost. Don's boxing with the Potaro family and his trusted steed. Yeah. That was a great uh, bit, though, that Momoa had when he's got the whole explosive set up and he's got the guys with him and he's like, what do you guys want to go blow up? The Vatican? Yeah. Okay, but you're all going to go to hell. <laughs> well, Momoa was great in this movie. He was playing yeah. the uh, South Park Mexican Joker, but from Brazil. And, yes, he was uh, great. Whoever whoever gave him crib notes was like, make sure you play it extra gay. And he was like, Yeah, I could do that. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, I mean he's probably the, the best villain in the entire franchise now. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, um, definitely. Like, you know, I, I like Jason Momoa in general, and everybody's like, Oh, he was so cool in, in the Snyderverse, and he's so like laid back and having fun. This dude is having the time of his fucking life. Oh, yeah. Oh great. yeah, you're like you can yeah. see it. He's loving it. I wanted um, him in every every fucking minute of this movie. When he was not there, I was just like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> um, so the, the because... first thing that happens as a dude as when a, he's uh, painting the toenails to the dead guys, and it's like, "Yeah, fucking like, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> that was that was good." Uh, so the first thing that happens as a a throwback deep cut to the fans, uh, we get an acknowledgement of Han and Dom talking about Los Bandoleros, which is one of the... Uh, I don't even know if it was straight to DVD or if it's like a DVD extra, but it was one of the movies that came between like four and six. And um, they they call back to some of the people who were in that, some of the gangs they used to run with. And um, Letty gets captured again because Letty sucks. So she <laughs> ends up in Antarctica with Cypher. Right. Uh, you have Cypher, whose name I forgot, and just kind of because I sort of keep notes in my head for anything I know we're gonna record on, and I literally mm -hmm. forgot what the character's name was, even though I think they said it in the first five minutes. British, and, British girl. Yeah, and I just and I just kind of went hot blonde every time. No, just think you're thinking of Ramsey. <laughs> oh, uh, which one's Cypher? Charlie Charlie Theron. Yep. Oh. Okay. Okay. I can remember her name either. <laughs> so then, then you have a whole side plot with John Cena returning as Jacob and he, he saves okay. uh, Dom's son and takes him on a road trip and teaches him how to kill people. Uh, they have the most ridiculous like uncle-nephew bonding side plot that runs throughout the whole movie. They 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 jump out of the plane. I thought he was great. I don't know when he. I don't know when he yeah. turned into a great actor, but he was fabulous in this one. Yeah, well, you know what? He's, you know what it was. He's, doing, he's tearing into the skin. That's what he's doing. Well, you know what it was for me. I think whoever directed this movie was it Leterrier. Um, yeah, Louis Leterrier. Basically, told him, you know that peacemaker show you do, just do that. Just keep it PG thirteen, please. <laughs> yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of does that in every movie now, but like that's like his thing, is like yeah, but he works into the skin because yeah, because he's so good at it. it works. I know. Yeah. Well, because he realized how much of a joke he became in WWE at some point, 
that he yeah. kind of just like took on this character that like, listen, I know they chant that Cena sucks. I don't give a fuck. I'm just gonna go out here and just say whatever I want to say and just kind of forget that I'm supposed to be the company guy. And then he kind of brought that into his acting. And he kind of mm-hmm. just took that approach to everything else. I don't know what happened. Maybe it was like the whole, you know, Bella Twins thing that happened when he broke up with her or whatever. But like, I don't know, right after that, he like changed his character in wrestling. And then he just like all of a sudden became great at like acting in a lot of these movies. And it was yeah. crazy. I did have one, like one thing that took me out of it with that, the whole thing with him and the kid. And it's more of just a, a, a the way the kid is addressed, like, uh, Paul Walker's not in these movies anymore. Can we just call the kid Brian? Like, well, Paul Walker is in these movies still. Yeah, no, I know, DJ. I know, but they call him Little B a hundred times, and it's in like all these really super serious scenes where a scene is screaming about Little B, and I can't take it seriously. I'm like, oh my god, just call him fucking Brian for God's sakes. What would mushroom him be called DJ? Yeah. I mean, you know, he wouldn't be a junior. I mean, no, I mean, Lil B makes sense because, like, Brian is definitely still alive in these movies. Um, yeah, yeah, they keep him. He's always they always named Brian. Like, yeah, kids yeah. Are with Brian, you know, him, they're uh, safe. <laughs> now, let me ask another. Yeah. Let me ask another question, right? And mm-hmm. given that I'm the relative newbie for these movies, is it, what does Brian do in the other movies? Because the answer is he jumps in his car. No. I've I've seen a one a bunch of the other movies. I get that. What what my question is, you know, as the relatively newbie fan, maybe I don't have the same, you know, I enjoy these, but I don't like they're not on on some pedestal for me, right? Mm-hmm. So like, I get why they wrote off Brian in the way that they did because they at the time they felt it was probably disrespectful to do something where the character actually died. Don't you think they could do that now? Like, don't you think you could say like, and wouldn't that give yeah, them but, the? Yeah, I think. I think, that, they should, but I think here's the, here's the thing. I think real life Diesel and Walker were so close, such a close friends. That yeah. He does a read. That's the main reason why he still does it. Yeah. And I don't. I don't want to go into predictions like what's going to happen or whatever. But as far yeah. as like tw- 11, 12 and stuff like that, at one point when he officially ends these movies. I fully expect that they're gonna bring uh, Paul Walker's brother in for a scene or two, like well, I the think whole he was family to be together at the end. Yeah, he was supposed to be at the end. Yeah, because they. I don't know about that. Pictures. There was a lot of pictures of his brother on set. And yeah, no, right. that could he's also right. be him he's just hanging right. in there, or maybe yeah. he already recorded stuff that he was gonna show up in later on. That they're gonna on use for eleven or twelve. Yeah, but, maybe but they're, they're definitely gonna bring him back yeah. at some point to represent like one big happy family at the end when they end it. Yeah, and because I think people would get a big reason. John, let me let me just without going into spoilers that the movies themselves haven't alluded to. Let me just paint you a picture. In the first one, Brian is the main character. Dom right. is the side character, and he's technically kind of the villain. Um. Mm-hmm. In the second one, it's only Brian. Vin Diesel's not in the room at all. Yep. Brian and Roman in the second one. In the fourth one, they bring it both back. The movie goes back to actually being in theaters. And it's a twist on the first one. Movie ends with Dom going to jail. And Brian 
hot I've shot. Seen, I've seen four. Okay, you have seen four. All right, so yeah. I've so seen like four, Brian, four and onward. Brian is probably like the most important character besides Dom. Right. Yeah. So, technically, so just to let you know, John, also in the chronological order of these movies, which isn't like when they were released, like the like in the storyline, the timeline, three takes place after six. Yes. Oh, right, because that's why he decided, Han decided to go to Tokyo at the end, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what they did is because everybody freaked out over Dom being at the end of Tokyo Drift, they brought the original four back for, um, uh, or, um, for Fast and Furious, yeah, for the, um, and then yeah. they made that like a trilogy of what they were doing between two and three. And oh, so nice. that's why it goes one, two, four, five, six, three, seven, eight, and nine. Well, you forgot those Pandoleros, but yeah. Well, we'll put that as. Uh, but, yeah. but yeah. And then there's also then there's also a lit another little short film that's on the uh Fast and Furious, the Fast and the Furious uh DVD that is like a little short thing of what happens after the first movie. And when okay. what happens with Dom and stuff. Well, that okay. that's on the uh, the Too Fast, Too Furious. It's the Turbo Charge. Oh, yeah. Right. I thought it, I thought it was on the DVD of the first one. No, it's six minutes long, Justin. <laughs> um. So yeah. Anyway, back <laughs> to this movie. So the events in Rome, the family is now branded as terrorists, so they're all on the run. Uh, like I said, Letty gets captured. They. they stage a plan to get her out which involves brie larson and uh i didn't completely hate her in this movie so that was fine no i liked her in it yeah, yeah she was all right she had more charisma than the uh captain marvel movies yeah uh yet again we we get our continued confirmation that started in part four that dominic toretto is a superhero uh there's mm-hmm. one point in this movie where he single-handedly flips a car <laughs> yeah i I kind of expected he was going to turn into Groot in that moment because I was like, "How the fuck is he doing this?" I'm like, telling you, started in four when they killed Letty. Like he has basically like uh, like super hearing, and he hears the the shooter coming from around the block, and like senses the inner workings of the car. It's ridiculous. Yeah, no, you know, you know, you know, where in, in four where I knew he was a superhero when they shoot him in a desert, and he just eats the fucking bullet and yeah. just keeps walking. As if he's like mm-hmm. fucking Arnold in the Terminator. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? I'm like, he should be on one knee or something. I, you don't just take a bullet to the chest and just keep moving. Like, I, I mean, in in, uh, in seven, he like ground pounds the street, and you know it, it rises up so he could fight Jason Statham. I mean, yep. Can we? Then, um, can we talk about the, the collapsing uh, parking garage, cement concrete parking garage? Yeah, in his charger, and just drives right out of it. Yep. yep. Uh, can we talk about the? And I I can't remember if we did this discussion when we did nine either. But can we talk about the Vin Diesel of this all for a second? I, I continue oh. to believe that, and none of these movies have convinced me otherwise, that he is quite possibly the worst actor to be the lead of one of these ginormous fucking franchises. And they to me they made the cardinal sin of this kind of movie with this one because he's alone in a lot of this movie. And mm-hmm. the, the one time I can take him is when he's playing off of people. 
and he's by himself for large quantities of this film. And it's just every time. And like, I don't even particularly like Tyrese either, but like every time, uh, Vin Diesel was in a scene, I was like, can somebody else just be here? So he's not just moping and making weird faces and grumbling about family and shit. Like I get it. And he's terrible. I mean, I I love Dominic Toretto. I don't know what to tell you. Like, Honestly, the only thing I've ever liked Vin Diesel in is Triple X. That's the only thing I've ever liked. Riddick, really? Um, yeah, he's pretty I, good in the Riddick I've movies. Only seen, I've only seen the yeah. first Riddick movie. Dude. Um, I, would, I would... So you've seen Pitch Black, right? Then? Uh, yeah, that's the first one. That's the yeah. first one. I, yeah, would say, I would say skip Chronicles of Riddick because it's garbage. <laughs> and then go right to the Riddick one. Apparently, there's another one of those coming, too. So, I don't know. Oh, goody. But, yeah, no. So, uh, Roman is my favorite character. And uh, I am I, not with you on the Dominic Toretto hate. Like, that is his charm. Also, I grew up on Steven Seagal and much, much worse actors. So, so did I. No. I, I got to say, I'm, on, I'm, I'm with Josh on this one. Even yeah. on the Roman thing. For some reason, I love Tyrese in these. I found him I found him to actually be rather enjoyable in this one where he kind of bugged me in a lot of the other ones um, well so the, the reason that these characters work and you can always tell like the fans from the normies and the people who are just watching these movies out of obligation like every one of these characters except Ramsey has their own unique distinct personality like Han is always snacking Roman is a cheap bastard. Those that's their whole point, you know. Yep. Ted is, is like a, a fix it all mechanic, and then like you find out like he's really super smart, but he undersells himself. And then there's Ramsey who's like, I can literally do anything, but I can't drive a car. And now she's like, Oh, I drive now. So whatever. Yep. I mean, you know, I like that actress. I remember you know, she was pretty she was one of the uh selling points of later Game of Thrones for me, but she doesn't do a whole lot here either i mean they brought her in for the god's eye and now the god's eye is completely useless so yeah yeah but i think the main thing with these is what i found with this movie you have so many characters like even with the time on time that he has which i don't know how long it is over two hours but they have you have so many characters and like the second you give something and you gave something to every one of them and like that fills up a whole lot of time like even a little nobody the younger Eastwood, like yeah, even, Eastwood. even he gets uh, screen time. So it's like once you give some everybody a little bit of screen time, like that fills up because you have so many characters. It, it's almost I'm not gonna say it's almost impossible to screw stuff up, but it's like really hard to screw stuff up because you don't like this one gets a piece, this one gets a piece, this one gets a piece, and boom, you're in all. We're on over two hours. I mean, so that was my only real issue with this movie was, you know, for the plot line of anti-family. I mean, yes, Cypher did it, but I think it was the first Shaw, like, was the one who put together, like, the the anti-team and everybody had, like, an evil counterpart. Like, Jason Momoa completely worked alone and just killed, like, nameless henchmen, but he was also, like, a super smart like hacker and could do all that other weird shit. So that didn't make sense, but you know, yep. whatever. Well, the other thing too, like yeah, one of the big things it all so great. Well, and that's, like, well, that was really once care. you gave Vin Diesel creative control. 
you know what I mean? And yeah, that he, he yeah. decided to take control of like creative. He doesn't. I know we talked about this in the chat. He doesn't own the franchise. Universal owns the franchise. He owns the Reddit franchise. Right. But, um, but Universal kind of gave him creative control because production company is now like a major part of the production. Um, but yeah, no, it, it has as for me it has severely gone downhill really since kind of like maybe six. No, even before Paul Walker died. Yeah, apparently, but again, like when you look at how much money they made overall, like it's still in a plus. So it's like, yeah, it's definitely you know. still in the plus. I mean, they just crossed seven billion for the franchise, which is insane. Like, there's Ridiculous. maybe, yeah. maybe four franchises that have done that. So, yep. You know, yep. yes, this one movie was. It wasn't even like a colossal bomb. I mean, I know the break-even point is six hundred million away from where it is, but the profit margin point. Is, uh, the break-even point, rather, is you know only 200, 150 million away. So, are they going to get there? No, but they are rushing it to home video. They know people like me are going to buy it. I'm, I'm sure they're going to re-release endless collected editions. Um, oh yeah, you know, with seven alone, like that movie made so much fucking money, especially just in China, they could easily take a loss and do another one and not lose any money. Yeah, I do have made 1.5 billion worldwide. I do do have a theory though for for entirely business reasons why this will be the last one, and we'll get into that at the end. I don't want to bog down the middle with that, but um, I do have a theory as to why that might happen. Um, But we'll get to that when we talk at the end, I guess. So, just to kind of put it in perspective in terms of like production budget per se. This one was at three hundred and forty million. Oh yeah, the, the budget on this movie was absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, nine Most of it was the Rome scene. Eight, nine, and Thompson Shaw were all either uh, two hundred thousand or um, two hundred million. Two hundred million. Sorry, yeah, yeah, not, million. Definitely <laughs> yeah, not two hundred thousand. <laughs> two hundred million or two hundred and fifty million. Which Fate of the Furious was two hundred and fifty million, and Hans and Shaw and F Nine were two hundred million. So to put that in perspective, they did a like a another hundred million off of like another hundred and forty. Yeah, well, uh, well, yeah, yeah, hundred and forty from F Nine, but from the highest production budget they had, which was uh, Fate of the Furious at two hundred and fifty million. They exceeded it by at least another hundred million, which is crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. Um, well, and how much did Fate of the Furious make? Because Fate of the Furious made uh, one point two three five billion. Yeah, so there you go, right there. Like that's one whole movie that they could just eat. Yeah, which that's why that's probably why they said, well, they probably went, oh well, Hobbs and Shaw that was a spinoff, so and. So we didn't make much money on that. And then F9, well, that was during uh, COVID. So we can kind of excuse that. Um, so that's probably why they gave the green light on this one with that much of a budget thinking, oh, yeah, we'll bounce back from everything. Not realizing that people are going to be, one, probably sick of this franchise by now. And two, um, you know, just the overall general public not apparently going to movies. Um, yeah, but here's the thing: like, there's always 
as much as you have people like, and I mean, I mean, no disrespect here. Like, as much as there's going to be people like you and John who are okay with this, there's going to be people like me and Josh who are absolutely going to enjoy these. Oh, I I absolutely enjoyed it, but I mean, I enjoyed it for like how great Momoa was and and some of the characters other than Vin Diesel. I was certainly in the like column on this one. I just felt like there was nothing in this one where I was like, oh, that's the reason why that's the reason why they made this one. This one just kind of felt like we're out of ideas and we're just going to kind of do similar stuff that we've already done. But we're just gonna put a better. No, bad yeah, that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you yeah. you one way. Me and Josh were absolutely crazy about them. Well, yeah. So there's there's two things there. Number one, like <laughs> if it was a bad one, I wouldn't be on board with it. I I genuinely liked this movie. I loved how yeah, ridiculous like, it was. Yeah, I mean, yeah. When that when that hamster ball nuclear bomb was rolling through Rome and the Vatican, I was all for it. Uh, yeah. When John Cena was jumping out of a plane into a little plane car with a baby, like, you know, that he was carrying around like a surfboard. I, I loved it. Um, then he had a fucking, like, cannon car. I mean, that was insane. Cannon My, car. <laughs> the, the two big things, because, I mean, you know, yeah, the plot does kind of meander. It's basically just Momoa chases them around the world, and they go from set piece to set piece, and there's more showdowns on the bridge. Once they get to Brazil, we get Elena's sister, who that was fucking uh, Ratcatcher from uh, Suicide Squad. Okay, she yeah. got fucking hot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so now you have a new character who pretty much everybody was on board with. And the way that this movie ended with its post credits, what they could do rather than make another Fast and the Furious, they could do another Hobbs and Shaw spinoff. Because the way the movie ends, you have oh. Hobbs back, They've Shaw already, ends for his mother, well, and we have baby Elena, so these well, three to, can like partner up. Not to ruin it for you, Josh, but Rock has already come out and said that him and Vin Diesel have squashed their beef, and there's going to be another oh, Hobbs movie. There's going to be another Hobbs movie that comes out in between. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. In between. Yeah, yeah. And, what, and what Rock calls Fast X Part 2, which I'm hoping that is the actual name of the fucking movie because I will laugh my ass. I mean, it might be, but like, you know, with the box office performance of this one, Universal could immediately change those plans. Okay. I guess we can do that. I want to bounce off something that uh, Josh said about the movie, and it would really be funny if actually they keep it Fast fast X Part 2, but they actually do instead of X, they do fast ten. And then the two is actually two seat belts. That would be and incredible. Would be <laughs> that would be incredible. I love it. I mean, it's technically eleven. Just turn the ones on their side and make them a seatbelt, right? Well, yeah, uh, but yeah. So, but before we get into open speculation and all that, there are three mentions slash references mostly played as a joke or a blink and you miss it for time travel the way that this movie ends much like uh sharknado 5 we are led to believe that pretty much everybody has died and then we Mm -hmm. get definitive proof that both the nuclear sub and like the one character we actually were sure is dead is now alive again so my guess Dude, i never i never thought she was actually dead it was just a matter of time when they were back 
Nobody stays dead in these. Right? Nobody stays dead. But then it, they like in in the movies, they're always like, "Well, they weren't actually dead. She was yeah, the one exactly. where it was like they yeah. saw her actually die." Yeah, yeah but was If I remember, if yeah. I remember six correctly, she like fell off a car into like some fog and stuff. It's not like they ever found a corpse. She, she fell off of a car going like a hundred miles an hour off of a plane yeah. onto a runway. Like she yeah. would have gone flat. And it was yeah. in the middle of the runway. They would have seen the body. Yep. Now my other question is, do we actually think Cena stays dead? No, that's why I'm saying time travel. Like no. the, the, yeah. the movie literally ends with the, the team on the plane all crash and die. Or maybe they get out at the last second, but the implication is they're dead. And then there's a well, fucking the, dam coming at Dom and his son. Oh, you know what it's going to be? Oh, I know. I know what they're going to do. So, oh, no. in actuality, okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Scene opens. Okay. The year is, let's see. Uh, let me do the math real quick. So, the year is like 2050. Okay. And Brian and Mia's kids are adults. They've become some sort of nuclear physicists, and they've somehow created a way to travel in time. And their life goal is to go back in time and save their family. So what they do is they devise a car that can go back in time, and they save everybody from blowing up in the plane, from Momoa blowing up the, the dam, and everything like that. And that's how they're going to save the family. And okay, so time. number one, so that's you literally, literally, literally what Sharknado five and six did. Yep, to the letter. Yep. Number two, that's literally what the last season of The Flash was. So yeah, I could see that happening. As stupid as mm -hmm. it sounds, my prediction, my prediction was they're the present day people are going to go back in time because they're going to save Dom's father when he's like you know, our age, and he's going to join the family, because they keep showing him mm. in flashbacks younger, and uh, yeah. his picture on the wall, and then his well, mother was talking that about just him. Meant, yeah, I thought, I thought, I always thought that just meant they were going to do a prequel series with those, like, young versions that were in F9. Well, no, I mean, if you get to Fast 10, you got to do crazy shit like time travel. Like, my predictions mm. for this one was going to be a street race on a volcano in Atlantis, you know, time travel. <laughs> yeah, you've been talking about Atlantis for years. <laughs> I don't know. It made sense. I'm telling you, the dam, the dam is full of Atlanteans. Atlanteans are going to control the water so it doesn't kill Dom. It's It's not Atlanteans. Oh, yes. It's Atlanteans. You didn't get Atlanteans, but you didn't get Aquaman. So, hey. We're going to find out that inside the dam is fucking Hobbs <laughs> the Moen family and they are the descendants of Takalakians uh, yeah. and they can bend the water and the water will save Dom and, and little B. Oh god. Here's how I see this one ending. Uh, the family got into the car and jumped out of the plane because they heeded Dom's warning time before the plane blew off. They got into the cars and jumped out. Dom actually yeah. wraps himself around the little bee, and they actually go with the flow and survive the damn break. <laughs> I mean, I and, could uh, see that happening. I just think the implications... Not in a little way, but just like as in a father protecting a son way, like, 
just gonna smother him and they're gonna yeah. ride the waves, basically. Yeah. And fucking fucking Namor from Black Panther will show up and throw down with Moa. Yep. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's the question. Who do they bring up for X Part Two? It's like you know. You know they also here's another you good name for. Uh, here's another good name for the next Asafiris numbered series, not Hobbs, but um, Toretto's Eleven. Toretto's Eleven. That's not bad, actually. Uh, so I'm gonna throw out my theory for. And I don't actually think this is going to happen, but I do see a universe where Universal could go to them and say, like, guess what? These are done now because you just lost us 200 million. Fuck you. Um, and they and they make a hundred million dollar movie that goes straight to the cock. Right. But here here's my here's my. OK, so from what I was able to figure out in research, right, I thought. Because the original plan was that 10 and 11 were going to end it. Right. And they have since expanded that to 12. Oh, I, th- I thought that this was one of those cases where 10 and 11 were both written and were being filmed at the same time. But it turns out, I guess, from what I was able to from what I was able to figure out in research, they haven't even started 11 yet. So my guess is I think there is a possibility that uh, is it universal, right? I have a studio, yeah. right? Universal will go to them and say, hey, you lost us a fuckload of money. Cut the budget in half or we're not doing this. And Vin Diesel being a prick might say to them, I'm not doing that. You can do it without me again. And he will leave and they just won't do it. (laughs) I mean, or they'll just say, or they'll just say, oh, Don tragically passed in that thing saving his son and they really yeah, didn't I mean, they, they have the ground to just write him off completely yeah. i can't see him doing that yeah I see where you're coming from even though he probably won't come to that he's my con- or counter argument to what john said uh if here's my question do you think everybody else says okay to 11 without dom in it no that's why i think it's you know? dead <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing, like as we just mentioned, this is a franchise that crossed seven billion. And I would really be interesting to see what the budget of all the movies combined is. Right. Because I think uh, he has well, enough yeah. goodwill. Here's my I'm point. Sure Justin, I'm pretty sure Justin can look it up, but look I think come there's on. enough come on. there's enough goodwill <laughs> in it where they <laughs> can make this cool though. Even, even, with the losses, even with the losses of X, they can still justify making an 11. Right, but here, here's... I've been looking at the trends for these, right? So, and this is only going back to 9, right? But 9 made 69 million opening weekend in the US. <laughs> no, 9 made... I'm sorry, 9 was like 98, right? So then, yeah. this one... Oh, no, 9... 9 made... Hold on. I just I'm just talking about 70, opening, week, opening weekend nine, only. Nine, nine made 70 million open week. Are you sure? I thought it was closer to 98. Yeah. No, that's Fate of the Furious. Okay, because this one made 60, which was like... Uh, 67. Okay, so what is what is 11 going to open to? 30? Are they really going to mm. do that? <laughs> and a $500 maybe they, million dollar budget. 
And if they get to twelve, it opens to what, like ten million dollars? Because no one gives a fuck anymore. I mean, so the so the budget altogether for all eleven movies so far has been one point seven four nine billion. Okay, now, Tokyo Drift made a lot of money. I didn't realize that. Uh, yeah. it's it's third, it's the second worst, but yeah, it made it made two hundred and six million. Yeah, and what was the budget, Justin? Oh no, sorry. Oh no, sorry. No, Tokyo Drift was the worst one. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong one. Um, it made one hundred and fifty-seven million. One fifty. The budget was eighty-five. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, I just, uh, I just don't see like is is yeah, Universal really gonna there. is Universal really gonna pony up for another one of these if they're looking at like a twenty-five million dollar opening weekend like. Really? I don't Well, I mean you wait five years. Like this one should not have come out as soon as it did to the last one. Yeah. And you can the thing is you can always write because Fast Nine came out what twenty one? Yeah. 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 All right. So five and, okay, is where and, it started making a shitload of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, when did they come out? Well, that's when they started making an action movie. Eight was seventeen. Yeah. So you have a four-year gap between seven and eight, but you only have a two-year gap between eight, nine and uh, sorry, four-year gap between eight and nine, and only a two-year gap between nine and ten. It was you eight can and write off. You can. I can't. So, so seven. So six was in thirteen. Seven was in fifteen. Eight of the Furies was in seventeen, and yeah. then eight. Uh, so and then Hobbs and Shaw was nineteen. And then F nine yeah, was twenty one. Yeah, they've oh, basically they, been yeah, putting one of these out every other year. Yeah, yeah they do. It's, it's way actually, too much. Fast, fast, yeah. Actually, okay. So ever since I mean, Fast and Furious, the fourth one, it's been every two years. Oh nine, eleven, thirteen, mm-hmm. fifteen, seventeen, nineteen, twenty one, twenty three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's literally every two years they put one of these out. So the next one, if it follows it, and apparently yeah. eleven is scheduled for twenty-five, but I'm guessing with the writer strike going on, they won't actually make that. Well, no. my thing now is like I don't think eleven would be coming out then because according to the runner, Hobbs is coming out before eleven. So Hobbs would right. be the one that comes out in twenty-five. Hobbs will be twenty-five, and then yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I'm it assuming won't be that will still be because made. of the writer's strike. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I'm assuming that one will still be made because it's the Rock, and it's a spinoff. Yeah. So they may not have to have as many of them in it because Rock wasn't in this. So they're probably going to show what he was doing, kind of like Ant Man and the Wasp. They're showing what they did prior to the blip. So that's mm-hmm. I think what they're going to do is they're going to do something like that. Where they're going to show what Hobbs was doing. Between Hobbs and Shaw, and where we see him and at the end, kind of. Yep. Oh, yeah, that you don't have any of the family in the Hobbs movie. Like, yeah. You can maybe pull Shaw in again and just not call it that. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, outside, like the your regulars, if you want to call them regulars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what they need to do? Well, they're not going to be in it, so it's like. They need to call it Hobbs the Bloodline, and they need to have oh, the Rock, the Rock, Roman Reigns, and the Usos. Roman All was in Hobbs. I know. Yeah, I know. That's why they need to bring him back, and they need to put the Usos in. 
Oh, uh, you would just solo. You would just be sitting in the theater with a boner and a, a, a bucket of popcorn. Paul Heyman in there as like a government official. Oh God! Oh man! Be like, uh, <laughs> and you work the Rock's daughter in somewhere too, isn't she a wrestler now? She is a wrestler. Yeah, yeah. she's fourth generation. Although I think she's like stuck in development hell in fucking NXT training camp because I don't think she's yeah. ever come up in NXT. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, I did enjoy this. I just it's hard to, you know, I just kind of felt like it was a greatest hits thing. Because I didn't really see anything where, you know, where, like, even Nine had, like, stuff that I hadn't really seen in one of these movies before. But this one just kind of felt, like, kind of great. It's hitsy to me. And I still enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, the the one thing I, I know I brought up on the on the um, the earlier attempt that we didn't really talk about here, and we did give this a little bit of discussion before, is, like, so did we ever determine what the ethnicity of the Toretto family is supposed to be? I don't know, because we talked about this in the pod that never was. Um, I always thought they were supposed to be Italian, but apparently right. they're more Spanish. No, they're Puerto Rican. They're Puerto Rican. But then how is uh, fucking John Cena the whitest white boy in the fucking world? Yeah, we were trying to figure that out. And I, and I actually, after we, after we talked about this, um, I went and I looked up like a wiki page of like what the family... Ter- Toretto family tree is supposed to be, and and John Cena's character is not like a half a stepbrother. He is a full sibling of yeah. Dom and Nia. I don't yep. know how that's fucking possible. Yeah, and so uh, this is why I say that the Roger Corman nineteen fifty four one is a unofficial original about Dom's grandfather because that one ends with the guy going into basically witness protection. And having to change his name. And he's basically like, you know, white Irish. Oh, okay. Uh, here's another thing. I had read something that said part of why the budget went up. And I don't, I don't think it would have been significant. But part of why the budget went up was he insisted that Jordana Brewster had to show up somewhere. And she's in it for like five minutes, does nothing, mm-hmm. and leaves. Yep. Honestly, my my opinion on uh, Mia's character is she should have been with Brian the whole time. Yeah, oh, yeah Brian, I, I actually, you know, she should have been written off when they got rid of when Brian went away. Uh, she's just with the Brian and the kids. Whenever they needed to get rid of somebody, they could just be like, "Oh, they're with Mia and Brian." Yep. And you know what? I and I almost thought then. Uh, and I was waiting for it when she's like trying to get rid of like the guys that are like coming in there to kill her and Brian. Um, and I thought that when John Cena showed up and just started working dudes, I literally thought it was going to be CGI Brian coming through the door to save <laughs> Mia and his namesake. And I thought they were going to do that. And then he was going to like try to get them out the door and he was going to get like a headshot or something. And they'd be like, Ice <laughs> Sorry, my cat just got in my face. <laughs> um, I also half expected Cena to come into that scene with a fucking Peacemaker helmet on. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Yep. And here, here's my other larger question about this franchise, I guess. 
is this cast getting too big and some of these people will have to die? Like, I mean, like, that's that's the word that I brought up. It's like when you have a cast this big, you give somebody, everybody something to do. It's like you're going to fill up pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, think think about I don't think they're going to, they could have gotten rid of plenty of people, but everybody who died came back. Just I don't think back none of them way. ever. I don't think none of them ever die. And well, the originals it, all died. Well, here nobody died. So yeah, like no, no. Even I mean, when like they the died, they come back. Like, like Leon and Mouse are all dead. Yeah, they yeah. Gotta bring back. Jesse. Yeah, I half expect Cena to come back at some point, and like maybe they'll wait till twelve if twelve happens. But I like don't I see. Said, like there's no way this movie doesn't end. The family dinner, and everybody's there. Like yeah. that's yeah. the only. They gotta, they gotta bring back. Thing. They gotta bring back Jesse. They gotta bring back Suki. Yeah. They gotta bring back a uh, little Bow Wow. Yeah. Well, I don't think none of the like the pre Tokyo Drift people aren't coming back. But everybody no. <laughs> who died after Tokyo Drift is like they're still alive. <laughs> they're gonna go back and they're gonna find out that like. Everything after two is like an alternate universe, and <laughs> they're gonna find like I, a younger. I, I read, I read somewhere that uh, their 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 view of this thing is uh, in the final scene of uh, the original one, the first one, when uh, Brian and Dom are in the race. The Dominic hey, gets hit by the train. Spoiler train. John. Oh, I don't care. It's gonna be five years probably before I ever do that. The right. when 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 they're racing and they jump over the train tracks, actually the train hit the Dominic and now he's just in a coma and everything that's happening <laughs> afterwards is just oh, his imagination. Oh, uh, there you go. That's yeah. actually not bad. <laughs> the whole well, thing just so you guys know where Sharknado and Saints Row went from here. Uh, both went time travel. Both went superpowers. Mm-hmm. And then Saints Row is the only one that kept going. It went to hell. And then Johnny Gat went to have a fist fight shootout with God to reboot the universe. So mm. if that's what Dominic Toretto ends Here up for it. Here we go. This this is part of our Trek fans out there. What does God need with a Dodge Charger? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't done Final Frontier yet. That's coming. Uh, <laughs> here's a... a, a piece of movie news I saw the other day that has nothing to do with these, but is, is kind of uh, in a, a movies in a similar, kind of that I put in a similar vein. Uh, you remember when we did the the second Mortal Kombat movie that came out during the pandemic and stuff? Yep. I think it was Josh and I and Boris did that. Yep. Apparently... Did. Oh, did you? Okay. I knew you did one of them. Yeah. I can't remember which one it was. Um Apparently, they cast Johnny Cage for the second. Is John uh, Van Damme, right? No, 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 no. Carl Urban. Oh, all right. Which guarantees guarantees I will go see it. Oh, Oh, yeah. I'll watch anything that guy's in. Yeah. uh, Putting him in that guarantees I will give it theater money. Because I think he's great. But, uh... Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I I, 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 I thought this was I thought this was decent. I just don't see where they go from here. I guess. Well, and we'll I, see in a couple of years, I guess. 
I yep. have a hard time believing they're going to get another two movies out of this. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I, th- I think we're definitely seeing Hobbs and Eleven. Oh, so you think 12 doesn't happen? You think they stop it at 11? No, I, I'm still... For, so here's my explanation. Here's my view of things. I believe there were going to be 12. The way Dominic, the way Von Diesel talked about it was... Uh, he always imagined it was going to be 12. And then at some point, he said something about only 11, and then people picked up on it. But in my head, there was always going to be 12. So when you said, like, hey, he... Had an interview recently, and he said he plans to do twelve of these. But I always yeah. thought that was the plan that he was going to do twelve. Yep. Still think that he wants to make twelve. But here's the thing: if if you're following the trajectory, like if Hobbs and Eleven don't pull money, like I think he gets uh, because he doesn't own the rights to the movies. I think the studio is basically going to tell him like count on Eleven as being the last one. Yeah. And like, unless, I mean, I think they're going to follow the trends and see how much Hobbs makes. Because if Hobbs makes some money, then 11 could potentially bring in more profit. Yeah. If that happens, then he can probably pull off a 12. Okay. Here's the but other he needs, thing. He needs, he needs Hobbs and 11 to make money. Yep. Here's the other thing for me that works in the anti Vin Diesel column. I've been reading a lot of stuff, and we we already know how much of a fucking prima donna he is when it comes to these movies, right? I've been reading a lot of stuff that says he's all pissy because the one acting thing everyone's talking about in this movie is Momoa and not how good he is. Yeah. Uh, It's an ego thing. Like, I don't don't put much talk in it. Even I know this is the guy who actively tried to get that spinoff killed. Like after it was made, he basically went to Universal and said, "Yeah, don't put that out." Uh, yeah, no, I get it, but it's like honestly, I mean, that's, about, that's, a, that's about my pay grade. Yeah, so no, I know. I, I find it funny how much of a friggin' baby he seems to be. You know, and it's like you would think you would realize, like, this is all you got, man. Like, no one gives a shit about anything else you do. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh shit! There's an expendable sport trailer. Oh shit! I gotta watch that. Oh man, I did. I saw. I haven't seen it, but I did see they put that out. So I think I it's just hope it's names and explosions. Otherwise, you know, just that's all you really it. need. Don't make it PG thirteen like the last one was. That's all I need. Well, apparently they're um, apparently they're still thinking about making uh, um, Expendables, the uh, all female Expendables movie. They're still thinking about making them. Right? Oh, so, uh, depending on who they get, I could see that. Yeah, but um, I think I think Gina Serrano, whatever, how what's her name? I think Serrano. she was supposed to be. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was Ronda Rousey, and then once she started like losing fights, no one gave a fuck. Oh yeah, it was Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I know it was one of them. And then she started losing fights, and nobody really cared anymore. And well, they were they were gonna make. She didn't uh, show up. She didn't show up in movies anymore. She was gonna do Roadhouse, and they killed that yeah. when she lost the fight. Yeah, and, and now they're doing it with the uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. So. Well, I think they were gonna make um, uh, Sigourney Weaver. Uh, Sylvester Stallone's like wife or ex-wife. 
and she was oh, gonna be the leader. Female Expendables. Like, That's kind of cute. Yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah, and I've it's heard like Ocean's Eight, basically. I've heard stuff about you know, a female-led spinoff of these movies too, um, which you know, I guess yeah, it'd be it's okay. never gonna happen. I guess I mean, would be have, okay. Go ahead. You have enough of females in it, but it's like, will you really see a movie with Charlize Theron? Uh, and Gal Gadot, like you have names, but it's like, unless you I, have them wear bikinis all the time and tight and latex, I, I don't think a, you can make that movie, movie interesting enough. I will watch a movie with Theron and Gal Gadot and Brie Larson and whoever else. Could we replace Michelle Rodriguez with somebody with a personality, though? <laughs> no, you're gonna have Rodriguez and you're gonna have Ramsey in it. Oh, that's your that's the, reason, that's the reason why they're a perfect couple, Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez, because they have no personalities. Yeah, that's oh. true. Yeah, he's just a black hole of like, oh my god, just stop. Um, you know what's hilarious? As much as I think the movie stinks, um, not just this one, but Dungeons and Dragons, um, she was actually pretty, pretty decent in that one. You heathen. I love that I fucking... She, I don't know why she didn't bring that to, like, this movie. Yeah. No, I mean, I thought... I mean, you know, I played the game as a kid, and maybe my standards were lower, but I thought that D&D movie was actually pretty fun. Uh... No, D&D was great. Still say yeah, you can pause it when you, if you want. Yeah, yeah I gotta... Yeah, you're probably right, but I don't think I cared. I think... Yeah. See, Justin, you also probably don't have the... The the scarring experience of the prior attempt when they tried to do this yeah, in I'm, not a, I'm, not a, with, yeah, uh, I'm not a D&D person, so I didn't really know anything besides right. like right. things. The previous two attempts were not good. <laughs> they did a movie in 2000 with Jeremy Irons, Thor Birch, yeah. and Marlon Hands, and it was horrid. Like at least, and then, at least, and then they loved it so much that they made a sequel. Oh, there was a direct video sequel, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, and that was even worse. Oh man! But yeah, but that the, was uh, bad. The two thousand oh, so bad, and at least this one, like, say what you will about plot and all that, like, at least this one seemed to be trying. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I enjoyed be, this one a lot. I think because it felt like they were making more of an effort, I kind of gave some of the stuff that might not have made sense a pass. But yeah, we might actually do that at some point in the next couple weeks. So uh, if you enjoy D and D, I still say you should watch the animated uh, Legend of Vox Machina. Oh, is that an Amazon show? I think. I think so. Yeah, and it's based off a D and D campaign. It's really good. Like there's two uh, seasons of it. And I enjoy, like I binge through it like almost a day. Oh, nice! It's really fun. Um, yeah. So I guess we can talk about some of the new releases that are coming and whether. They might be things that we would do at some point. Um, I still at some I'm point watch Transformers tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to head out for Transformers right now, so I will uh, catch right. you guys on the next one. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, later, man. So yeah, um, I'm going to be. Man. I saw Spider Verse last night, which was excellent. So we might try to do something there. Um, well, like I said, it's dubbed here, so I'm going to wait for the video release. Right. And then uh, Flash is next weekend, and I know at least Josh yeah. and I are going to try to go. Um, well, I'm going to go. 
Yeah. If I'm, if I'm in Croatia, I'm definitely going to go. Yeah, if if I can find a time that works, I might try to do a double run of Flash and Transformers next Saturday. Um, and then... And after a week after that is uh, Indiana Jones, so... Uh, I think there's a week in between those, because the Dial Destiny is the 30th. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I got my dates mixed up, sorry. Um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, a couple of us are probably going to go see Transformers. Corey and I are going to hit Elemental too. I think. Um, yeah, another one so, that's dubbed here, so that's a pass. Yeah, you guys get screwed with animation, huh? Yeah. So it is what it is. We're kind of used to it, unfortunately. But you, you just don't like those dubs, so you don't do it ever. I mean, they kind of make an effort now. Like before, it was really bad. Yeah, now they can They try, but at this point, it's like they lost me as a customer, and I'm never going back. And so, they dub they dub them into Croatian. Yeah. Okay. Huh. I said they make an effort now, but it's still. I still no, have no, scars no. of. Uh, I still have scars of prior years, and I'm like, yeah. I just can't. I have to say, by the way, this is something you guys were giving, have given me shit about for a while. Avatar 2 is on HBO this weekend. I might actually sit through it. Alright. So maybe we can... Well, uh, I, know, I know at least uh, one other person besides me. Maybe we can get... Maybe we can get Brendan to now do that. We have somebody to run the plot for us because we're both B characters on this thing. No, you're not. <laughs> All right. Well, we don't so do I think plots like no, no. Fill in the gaps, but we need. That's my fucking job. Uh, exactly, exactly. All right, I think we're good here. Uh, was there anything else you guys wanted to mention before we close her down for the mm, night? No, nah, nothing comes to mind. Mm, yeah, no, I think I think we're good. Uh, oh yeah, we're going to be. Uh, we'll be starting the. The Strange New Worlds reviews again shortly, depending on scheduling and stuff. There's a possibility, depending on uh, Milos, depending on what your job makes you do for the next few months, uh, that we might just do a season recap on that. I don't really want to do that that way, because I think the episodic nature of it makes it easier to do weekly. But if we have to do that, we oh, will. Yeah, um, yeah. So, well, I guess it depends on my job, so we'll see. We're gonna try to we can make weekly thing, but we'll see. Yeah, we're gonna try to at least do the premiere right away, and then maybe it'll turn into the thing where we do like two or three episodes in a show, or something like that, depending on what works timing wise. So uh, we could also go back to some of the retros too. I know we have a running list. Uh, We got to get Spencer and do the Enterprise finale. Actually, would be my next one. Listening to Frakes on the Shuttle Pod show and some of the stories he told about that. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, I like even, that. I like that episode. I listened to he, that of the Shuttle Pod. Even he was against doing it, and he was like, "What the fuck are we doing this for?" Um. So yeah. All right. Uh, we oh, will. Uh, one last thing about Fast and Furious. Um, yeah. Because I'm closing the phone window. Um. Who's that? The domestic box office make up only a twenty eight percent of the box office that it made. So most of this is made overseas, like seventy seven. Yeah, isn't, isn't it one thirty US? Which is um, awful. Uh the 
the box office um, altogether for all the Fast and Furious movies is just under two billion. Oh no, or, I was just talking about ten. Oh, isn't ten? Oh, like talking about ten. Oh, I don't know. I just meant like the franchise. I meant the franchise in the room. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, but I think ten is at like hundred and thirty million US, which Spider um, yeah, something like that. Which Spider Verse as an example has beat in about seven days. <laughs> um so yeah. yeah. Well look up Fast X box office. The first one is Fast X domestic box office is close to a disaster for the franchise. Yep. I also did see an article that said that the you know the sequels are in question because of this too. So I don't know. Uh, Like I said, it goes back to how much money. I think he has enough goodwill to actually justify it. Yeah. It is it is uh, one uh, one hundred and thirty-two million for the domestic right now. Jesus, yikes! That's ugh. wow. Okay, well, I'll get this uh, published and stuff soon, so we're at least set up maybe for tomorrow or something. But yeah, we're good. Yep. All right, guys, and we do have the the flash retrospective one is done already, so I can run that next week if we want. Um, maybe actually, we put. Uh, let me see. Let me look at box office. Oh, here we go. Let me see what box office Mojo has for like the top. Uh, oh, you know what? I think they do it by domestic. Never mind. Top I what? Uh, I was going to do like the top domestic box office, but I don't think they do it that way. Right I think what yeah, for the year? Uh, no, I meant like like what ones had like the highest like the movies listed, but it just goes by. Like day or whatever, it doesn't go by movie. So, yeah, uh, maybe I'll. They only, they only do that for worldwide. Oh no, never mind. Here we are, domestic. You have to go to the the, the worldwide one in order to get the. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's let's see. Um, so the top top five right now are Super Mario Brothers, Guardians of the Galaxy Three, Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantumania Brother. Um, the Little Mermaid and um, John Wick Four, are the top five right now in domestic box office. Oh, that's not bad. That's a decent. I mean, and then I have little... the, uh, the Spider Verse is number six. So yeah, it's gonna go way past. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm pretty sure that once Into the Spider Verse finishes its run, you're gonna have Super Mario Brothers and Into the Spider Verse as movies not just domestically but worldwide it's crazy so fast so fast x right now is one two three four five six seven eight eighth in domestic box office and it's about mm, if my mental math is right it's about 23 million behind three three um, I do not see it making another twenty three million in the box office. Not if not if home no, video is they're pulling it, they're pulling it out. So it's like yeah. 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 Or it'll still be in for a couple of weeks after the home video, but how many oh, people are Yeah, it'll be it? it'll be in movies and stuff. It'll be in the theaters just because of like, you know, needing to, you know, put butts in seats. But um yeah, it's not it's not gonna make what it was. It'll be limited to like one screen. They'll have like two shows Day. Yeah, it's you know, two shows on a weekday, three shows on a weekend, and it'll be there for like 
you know, whatever duration that it's supposed to be in there contractually, and then it'll just fizzle yeah. out. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, this was kind of grim at the end, but uh, and we do like this franchise. I did like this movie quite a bit, but I mean, it's hard to not if when when we do talk about the business part of it as much as we do, it's hard to not at least kind of get into that a little bit, and that makes it all sort of grim. But this was a fun one. The best movie I saw that weekend about family was not this one. It was about my father, with Robert De Niro and And Sebastian. Menace Suko. Menace Suko. Yeah, it was pretty close to that. Um, we watched a couple of his stand up things on Netflix. He's pretty good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like him. Some, some of his jokes aren't totally funny, but his mannerisms make some of them funny. Yeah. So, I, I made the joke to Corey that he's basically like angry Seinfeld. Um, kind of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, uh, scope out some food and shit and spend some time with my wife so uh, another fun yeah. show I'll get posted probably tomorrow ish somewhere um, so uh, later later guys later